Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. We've got some fresh talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. All right, here we go, coach. Get it? Get on up. Yeah, you got to get up, baby. I mean, you got to have the fever. That's James, man, little JB right there. We've been uh, we've been rocking him for the last couple of days. Godfather soul. It's good yeah. to be back in the, in the uh, mobile studio we got rocking. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we just take this thing on the road, do what we got to do. Serengeti, baby. It's the only way to do it. Sometimes you got to pick the pride up and move. <laughs> you got to go hunt, baby. You got to go where it's at. So today we're doing expectation. Yes. And uh, what are you expecting from this show? Well, I always expect the best. I think that's the big thing about expectations, right? Is that if you don't expect the best, you're probably not going to get it. You know, so I always start with that. You know, anytime I'm setting expectations, it's always about expecting the best. So this show would be, it would be the best. What are you drawing on when you think in terms of expectations? I mean, for me, it's always about the things that I want for my life. You know, how do I really want it to look, feel? Uh, I'm always talking about uh, when people tell me about their goals and stuff. I'm like, you got to visualize that stuff. You got to know how it looks, how it feels. What is it going to be like when you get there? Because a lot of times you get there and if you haven't really, you know, visualized it or, or, or felt it and it gets there and it's not the way you think it should be, you don't even know you're there. You don't even know you're there. You don't even know you're headed. You know, so for a lot of people, sometimes they're successful and don't even realize that they are successful because they haven't factored all that in. So for me, setting expectations is about really like, what is it going to be like when I get there? It's like when I write a book, I always start with the, with the end. You know, I write the end and then I back into it. Expectation, is that about, about you as an individual or is it about everyone around you? It's for me, it's about me. It's about what my expectations are, because the thing is, is when you start factoring other people in and their expectations of you as a person, it's easy to fall into that place to where you start resenting things or you start regretting things uh, if it doesn't go the way you want it to go. Right. Or you're at the mercy of other people. If, if I live on the expectations of what people think that I'm capable of doing and I hit those things, but that's still not my full potential. I'm selling me short. Not only am I selling me short, I'm selling anybody around me short. So I, I just don't let other people put their expectations on me. It's like people putting fear on you, right? Like as a parent, think about it. Um, you know, we use our experiences sometimes and if we've gone through something and, and we feel it's really fearful and, and now our kid want to do that same thing and, and, and because of our past failures or whatever, we don't want our kid to try it. We have all this fear. So we push our fears on our kids and they don't even know that that's what's going on. So I've learned to just like, you know what, it's about you. It's about what you want to do. Um, so I don't let them set my expectations. And I always say the expectations um, that you have in your life, they should be yours. You know, how good, how good do you think you can be? You know, what do you think your potential is? Um, and more importantly, what do you want for your life? Yeah, I've heard it said that um, in communication, when you find tension or conflict, a lot of times it's because two parties have an expectation and there's a gap between the expectation and fulfillment mm -hmm. and you have mm -hmm. to fill that gap with communication. But if we're talking about expectation as it relates to you, 
I think of self-talk mm-hmm. and what happens when you set an expectation for yourself and then you get distracted and you don't fulfill your own expectation. Well, you know, we've talked about, I think, this on past shows before when I said that I think most people talk themselves out of their dreams instead of into their dreams. I think when you set these expectations and things aren't going quite the way you think they should be going, it's easy to talk yourself out of it. I mean, we're our own worst critics. We beat ourselves up all the time. Um, So when I'm setting expectations, I always factor in, look, I give myself permission to fail because that's part of being successful is, you know, failing is a huge part of it because failing is what allows you to go, okay, well, that doesn't work. I have additional information. So to me, I always look at failing as an opportunity. To me, it's, it's the biggest opportunity you ever going to get when chasing your dreams, in my opinion. Because if you're going hard, if you're pushing hard, but you don't fail along the way, is that really a big dream? I mean, did you really set high expectations? Or did you aim low and hit? I just think that when you're really going for it, you have to understand that the possibility of you failing is there. It's there. Yeah, aim low or and not hit and not right. care. Right, right. Because you didn't, you didn't shoot for something that was going to wake you up in the morning or keep you up at night. Well, and, and I think, again, I think a lot of people, they, they don't you know, aim high and miss. I think a lot of people aim low and hit, and they get very comfortable there. You know, they want to play in that space. Uh, But you can't hold on to yesterday's laurels. Like, that means nothing. So you won yesterday. You know, what about today? Uh, And that, to me, is where expectations play a big part of someone's life, is that every single day you should wake up with some type of expectation of, of pursuing something that stretches you, that makes you nervous, that gives you butterflies, where there's this anticipation of what may happen, right? I mean, to me, that's what life's all about. So what are some practical ways to manage and set and fulfill expectations? I think the first one is, you know, you have to wake up with the right attitude. I mean, I think attitude is everything, right? So I get to control that. I know when I wake up in the morning whether I want my attitude to be good or bad. And if it's good, then I have, a, I have a good shot. But that's the first expectation that I set on myself is I, I got to be in the mindset to chase down what I say I want, right? The second thing I do is I really reevaluate, you know, do I really want that? Whatever goal I've set, whatever expectation I've set. And there are some things that you set out into the future, right? But I always break them down to that day, to that day. What can I do this day to get me closer to it? Uh, I think that's a realistic approach to being able to hit it because one of two things happen, right? You either hit it or you don't hit it. Um, And then I think the other thing that I do on a daily basis is I just try to remain realistic. Be really realistic. Like, is this within me? You know, do do I have the will to be able to do it? Because it's never about the skill set. You know, I think that most people have the skill set to be anything they want to be. But the will to do it, the will to prepare to do it, I think if you look at those basic steps, it's easier because expectations can be both good or bad, but I think they're bad based on your attitude. They're bad based on your effort. They're they're bad based on your behavior, right? Um, But I think you have to live life with expectations. 
because you know if, you're gonna get what you work for. So if your expectations is one that I want these things, but I'm not really to work for those things, then expectations are bad. But if your expectations are I want these things, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get it, then your expectations are good. And nine times out of ten. If you don't hit what you're aiming for, you're going to be so close to it. So you're better off. There's almost like this projected way of viewing your parents and your and others, their influence on you and, and thinking that they have an expectation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they don't. Well, exactly. Well, but, you know, but it goes back to something you said earlier, right? That's that gap where communication has to come in. So it's a lot easier sometimes to assume that someone has these expectations on you. It's like having a kid who, you know, says, well, my, my parents expect me to, to make straight A's. Your parents never said that. You know, your parents may have said, look, I just expect you to do your best. And if your best is straight A's, then yeah. But I always want you to do your best. But as a kid, sometimes it's easy to say, well, they just expect me to be really smart. And they expect me. Well, the parent may have never said that. But again, that goes back to the communication and being able to really talk it out. And that's why I think expectations are so important when you set them for yourself. You, you have to know that ultimately, at the end of the day, right, it's up on us anyway. We're playing this game of life, right? So as a parent, all I can do is give you information. You're just going to make a stay right there with that. You're going to make a stay with that. Like, no, no, no. You don't yeah. get to go no. try and manage and no. control somebody else's life. No. Let's focus on yes. me. Yes. At the end of the day, as, as a leader, uh, as a teacher, as an instructor, as a coach, you know, I just feel like it's giving information. And it's trying to inspire people to, to go after what they say they want to get. But at some point, that person has to decide, now, do I want it or not? And it's on them. Everybody's parenting skills get tested sooner or later. That's what I always say. Just like your leadership skills or your coaching skills, your mentoring skills, all of those things get tested. And they get tested by the people that you poured this information into. And they either use it or they don't. Those are all expectations. dog and I are in kind of this parenting mode with Dallas right now. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we, we, we put him out on the Serengeti. Oh, we just said, listen, you're going to have to hunt. And, um, and it's interesting to watch because I think that people will surprise you mm -hmm. if you empower them with that information and, and, and own that, right? Well, I think that's a big thing too, though. You, you said something that I think um, most, most, parents find difficult to do and and uh, a lot of leaders find difficult to do it's to allow people to fail you know as a parent you know you're looking at your kid and you just don't want your kid to fail but in all honesty it's the best thing for them you you got to know what they're made out of right so I always say you know from a parenting perspective what better way while your kid's young let them fail because then you're there as a parent to pick them up and help them through it and teach them some coping skills but if you don't pour that into them, 
man, when they're adults and they fail, there's really nothing you can do. There's really nothing you can do at that point. So it's like managing Dallas, you know, you know, giving 89 the information, but also empowering him. Um, you know, you also said something that, 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 that made me smile when you said people surprise you. Because exactly. I think a lot of times you don't know how good you are until you're challenged, right? You don't really know what you have inside until you have to be committed, which is, you know, failure is not an option. Um, so I've always said that I think that humanity has always responded favorably when they've been put, you know, in, in a tough spot. I mean, human beings are very remarkable when they're put in a tough spot. Um, so I, I, I think the expectation is always pressing, you know, always pressing forward. Like, what can we do to challenge people? Yeah, and what's interesting about that is, uh, you know, to 89's credit, I mean, he's a super freak athlete. Definitely yes. somebody that surprises us and surprises himself more than anybody, I think, right. on a regular basis. So I do, I think about as a dad, I think about uh, my relationship with my wife and, and am I teaching her and am I teaching my oldest daughter am I, and just by example about setting expectations for yourself first, communicating those expectations about yourself, and then from there, um, you know, really empowering and encouraging and, and believing and, and just building up, speaking positivity and life into their existence, right? But, but that's real leadership, right? I think real leadership is, is all of those things. I think real leadership is about, yes, being a visionary, but also helping people um, to inspire to be more than they ever thought they could be. I, I, and I think empowering people and making sure they have information and, and all the resources they need to, to go after what they want, uh, that's, that's why we should be here. You know, that, that's the, the joy of being able to lead with your life is because you do get to inspire people. You do get to, to have people look at you and go, oh, you know what, I, I, I can achieve, that person achieved, so I know I can get better. Um, when I look at technology, think about it. All the things that we, we, we love and we have is built from just years of someone taking it to a point, then someone picking it up, moving it to another point. Uh, and that's what I view leadership as. You know, I always want people to be able to replace me. Y your job is to be able to replace me so I can move on and be able to do something else. And that's my expectation. My expectation is to someday be obsolete. Well, that's a hell of a way to set an expectation is to go ahead and leave some footprints. That's it. If you're training your replacement and they see that they've got to fill those shoes, yeah, they're going to go for, as you would say, play for the picture in their head. Yeah, and, and, and helping them to understand it. You know, I constantly, you know, tell my kids, you know, uh, dad's not going to be here always. And so there's things that I that I'm, I'm I'm working to continually to instill in you that that will it, it will keep me here with you, um, you know. Uh, but physically I won't be. But hopefully mentally I've done some things that inspire you to 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 keep passing it down from generation to generation, so you get that two thousand years uh, that I, that I'm seeking, right? Um, but but my expectations are that you know the tools that I provide that you use that's just my expectation like like i'm giving you these tools but they're for you to build um because i'm picking up other tools and i'm constantly trying to 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 make myself better so i can keep passing that on but those again are expectations that i set for me 
what are the consequences if you don't expect the best? Well, the consequences are is that you're not going to receive the best. The consequences are is, is not only will you probably stay the same, but you'll probably back up. So when you don't expect the best, I mean, it's like, this is it. This, this is as good as it's going to get. Uh, so if you're a person that's already bad in your life and you don't expect the best, you're going to back up further, right? And so what do you pass on? You pass on negativity. You pass on information that puts people further behind. Matter of fact, you don't even select yourself into the process. You become silent. So your voice is not heard. So now you're following. You're not leading. So when you don't expect the best, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Because anyone that comes into contact with you, they receive nothing. They don't receive anything, right? And, and so you become what I call fatigued. You get very fatigued. Because all you're doing is getting negative information. All you're doing is watching negative behavior. And that's exhausting. You know, I always say that I think mental fatigue is worse than physical fatigue. And so uh, when you become accustomed to not having the best, I, I think that you are mentally fatigued. Uh, which now physically you're exhausted as well and you have no energy. So even if you had great ideas, you're not going to execute those things. Um, so uh, not expecting the best. You're going to be fatigued. I think you're going to get frustrated. I think you'll continue to fail. And I think you'll live your life out of fear. That's, that's some heavy consequences. <laughs> well, but but it, I think, too, one of the biggest obstacles to performance is this feeling or thought or misconception that there's not enough time. Mm -hmm. And what I hear you doing is giving permission for people to take the time to expect the best. I, I think I think that is the way you stop time. I think you stop time by first, you know, making sure that you have a plan, that you expect the best and this is my plan. So now I'm executing, right? I'm not doing rework. I'm not backing up. Um, every day I'm waking up, I'm, I'm going towards something instead of going, okay, so what it, was it I was going to do today? Again, you hit what you focus on and you play for the picture in your head. So for me, in order for me to stop time, I got I to gotta know that I have a plan so I can execute it. So I'm not giving my time away. I'm not giving it to people who, who are fatigued. You know, for people who are negative, who people who don't have expectations or expect the best, right? So that's how I continue to to have time to do the things that I want to do, because I first have a plan. So the awareness of the fact that that you can be um, t just taking up time, taking mm -hmm. up breath, mm -hmm. taking up energy, you're hurting people, you're mm -hmm. hurting yourself, um, causing pain, going backwards. Yes. However, now expect the best and understand that you can inject so much energy and oh. so much power oh. into everything you do, right? Everything. I mean, I'm getting ready to go to a, a meeting after this mm -hmm. and, and I'm just thinking, gosh, you know, why, why not expect the best, the absolute exactly. best? I mean, again, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you shouldn't be afraid if things go wrong because if they go wrong, look, you're either going to start over or you're going to quit or you're going to, what you should be like, what if this thing goes right? What if, what if you really expect the best and the best shows up at your door? What if you really become the best at what you do? See, that's where you got to be because that's the thing that I think gives you more butterflies than anything. Like, whoa, I'm really this good. Like, 
oh, I'm really this good, because now all eyes on you, right? Now you have an opportunity to really pour into people. It goes back to being an influencer, right? I, I want to influence people because I'm the best at it. Not because I'm just someone who, you know, uh, can speak well or I'm charismatic. No, I, I want to be the best at what I do. So the information, uh, the stories that we're giving, um, the things that we're providing, people go, you know what? I can incorporate into that into my life right now at this moment, and I'm better. And I'm better. I think expecting the best is the difference between deliverance and freedom. All day. All day. See, because when you expect the best, that's when you're really free. Because that's when you're free to really give all of you and be your authentic self. Remember, we can, we can deliver a lot of people, but that don't make them free. We, we, we can give people a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things. But that don't make them free to do it if they're not empowered. That doesn't make them free to do it if they don't know their value. Because if they don't, they don't have a voice. So they're not going to put anything behind it. I mean, real freedom is understanding your value and your voice. Real freedom is understanding that I do expect the best. I expect the best because I work at it. I work hard. That's where, you know, I want to see people play on a daily basis. Play, play for the best. I mean... You know, I tell my student athletes all the time, why do we train? We, we train to be able to execute when it's go time. We, we don't train to get it wrong. So, so on game day, we expect the best. We expect to be the best on the field. When I go into organizations to speak, when we talk about teamwork and leadership, why do we do those things? We do those things because we expect the best. We expect that we're going to be able to take this information and make our organization better, make the people better. I mean, if not, why do you do it? I don't have time to waste. If you're not expecting the best, in my opinion, you're wasting time. Which is why it's so vital. This is, this is like flashing red lights to me right now. Pick your team. You, you got to pick your team. You know, it's, I'll give you a great example of expecting the best. It's like buying a stretch-off ticket, right? A lottery stretch-off ticket where the grand prize is a million dollars. And so you buy the ticket, right? I mean, if you're not expecting to win the million dollars, why buy the ticket? And if you stretch it off and you see that you won the million, now you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I won the million. Well, didn't you buy the ticket with that expectation? Or did you buy the ticket saying, well, I'm probably not going to win? You got to always expect the best. So where does Operation Love Letter fit into all this? Because if you're setting the expectation for yourself, mm -hmm. you got to look in the mirror, right? All day, every day. To me, I think every podcast we do, every video we do, for me, Operation Love Letter is automatic. You have to have that. Because all we talk about is people being their best selves. All we talk about is people reaching their goals. All we talk about is people, you know, finding their success and living out their truth, right? You can only do that when you look in the mirror and be able to say, you know what? Okay, I like me. I like me. I'm a work in progress. I, you know, I, I got some stuff I got to work on, but you know what? I like me. I love who I am as a person. 
Because if you cannot love you, you can't love other people. If you can't give the best to yourself, you can't give the best to other people. It's just mathematically impossible. It's impossible. You know, as a parent to sit here and say, look, I love my kids so much and I want my kids, you know, to, to be the best. And, and I'm all about my kids. I love my kids. If you don't love you, you don't think that comes across? <laughs> you don't think that your kids are smart enough one day to look at you and go, wait a minute. Well, Dad, you're not even taking care of yourself. Come on, Dad. You have to be able to love you. You have to have a voice. I don't want to waste one more second on this podcast. Uh, right now, if you're listening, since you're listening, hit pause. Hit pause and take a moment and write a love letter to yourself. Start that letter. If you've, st if you've already started it, yes. then let's go back in and add to it. Because you're always getting better. You're always improving. You should be evolving. You're always evolving. You should be evolving. I'm telling you, the love letter is everything. It's everything. The love letter is what keeps you moving forward, man. The love letter is what constantly gives you that thing in your stomach that says, I'm worth it. Like, I'm worth it. Like, I can do this. The, the love letter to me... Dude, it, it just keeps me going. You know, I, I look back at some of the things that I've achieved and I'm like, if you put it on paper, that shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. But it's all that love that I continually go, no, mm -mm, I'm somebody. Like I'm worth something. I have something to give. Like somebody needs something for me in order for them to reach where they need to be. I have to love my neighbor, so I've got to love me first. See, I, I, I just, every day, that's what I'm thinking. Not kidding. Hit pause. Uh, get, get a pen and paper. <laughs> write it out, because there's a connection between the pen and your brain. And yes. the, the science will tell you you're going to retain it better. It's going to mean more. So hit pause. We'll be here when you get back. All right, so... Who's our super freak of the week? This you know, week? it's so funny because, you know, when I, I talk about expectations and, uh, and and what I've started to do with the super freak of the week, man, I'm going way out of the box now. And I'm just starting to pull in people that, um, that I know are listening, uh, even if they're not here. So for me, the super freak of the week this week is James Baldwin. Mm. James Baldwin. Because we're talking about expectations. And, and James Baldwin had real expectations for what he thought America should be. Uh, he had expectations for what he thought that we could do and what we could overcome. And if you, if you haven't read James Baldwin, if you haven't listened to James Baldwin, you're so far behind right now and, and, and you really need to catch up. Um, because his life was about expectations and possibilities. I mean... He packed up and went to, to, to France and landed there with $20 in his pocket. But his expectations were, no matter what happened or what was going to happen, could be no worse than he's already faced in America. So his expectations were for the best. I'm going, he, he wasn't going over there thinking, you know what, I'm going to prepare for the best, you know, and, you know, brace for the work. No. He was like, I expect the best. And it's where he did his work. 
and the best came out of him because of his expectations. But then it was crazy because he could have stayed there, right? But he couldn't. Too many people he loved here. He loved his people. He says, I got to go fight for my people. James Baldwin. Expect the best. Hey, and that's how we're going to start rolling this Super Freak of the Week. Sometimes it's going to be people, you know, that we work with or we know or... Uh, it, 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 it's going to be a John Thompson. It's going to be a James Bond. But, but I think that we have to start reminding people of all these super freaks that, whoo, there's a lot of them. And we got to help people be able to find somebody they identify with that they want, that, that brings it out of them. That go, oh, yeah. I tell you what, listen to a little James Baldwin. Read a little James Baldwin. Yeah, put your oven mitts on. Um, if that don't fire you up, nothing's going to fire you up. I promise you that. No, what, a, what an outstanding pick, Coach. I mean, definitely somebody that, that understood his own value, played for 2,000 years. Oh, oh, 2,000 years from now, we're still talking about James Baldwin. You can bet that. Yeah. He's the type of person, again, who left such a great, powerful, creative legacy, too, where he, you know, his, some of his work is yet to be discovered. You right. know, you know, right. there's some gems. Oh, no doubt. But but a great starting place, I think, is was it was it Oxford or Cambridge? Where Cambridge, where, Cambridge, yeah, yeah. Uh, where just just put in James Baldwin. <laughs> that's almost James Baldwin and that's Cambridge. It. That's it. Just, just put it in. Just let it simmer. And just and just and just mm. Uh, mm. listen to his words. But mm. more importantly, mm. uh, you can view his actions. You know, mm. his expectations were real. His work was real. Um, he loved people. Um, and, and, and the thing I love most about James Baldwin is he called it like he saw it. You know, all he was asking was, you, you, can't, you can't have this constitution. You can't say that you, you love people and not love all people. I mean, you just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mash up. You know, I'm always talking about fuzzy math, right? Um, it should be all inclusive. Um, so um, he's our super freak of the week. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Yes. Expectations. Expectations. So this week, I mean, look, here's a challenge. What's your expectations? What's what's your expectations for your life? Don't don't start factoring in other people. Don't don't say, well, you know, I hang out with so and so, or or you know, I want my kids to do. No no no, not not their expectations. I want you to focus on what's your expectations? How will you lead? Not only how would you lead, but what, what will you leave behind? What will your legacy be? What do you expect this thing to look like, feel like, taste like when you get to the end of it? For me, my expectations are I'm never going to get to the end of it. It's important stuff to take the time. I mean, at the Almond Gunner Experience, we want to connect with you. We want you to subscribe. We want to uh, answer questions and all, and all that. But most importantly, we want you to grow. We want you to maximize That's your it. potential. That's it. And so take the time to do that. I think it's, it's critical. Make time for yourself. Make time for yourself. Keep yourself in fertile soil. I'm telling you right now, your, your circle of, of, of influence is the greatest thing you will ever have in your life. Because it will either stunt your growth or it will help your growth. 
make sure you're keeping your seed in fertile soil so you can grow. That's really what, you know, this show is about. That's, I think, is what my books are about. It's, it's everything that I do, you know. When I look at our gear, I, you know, you look at the shirt, the revolution is real, and then you, you, you home in on that red and realize that, oh, that spells love backwards, right? I think that's what it's all about. Giving people permission to love. So take time to do it. And expect the best, always. It's the redwood forest. I mean, we're gonna to start to see these massive trees. Oh. They're digging the roots deep yeah. and, and here for many, many. many. We're gonna be here for many years. We're gonna provide shade for a lot of people. That's our expectation. Hey, thank you guys for, for tuning in, checking us out. Um, you guys definitely make us better. We love what we do. We love being mobile. Remember, set those expectations and remember, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.